This is Bloomberg Business Week with Carol Masser from Bloomberg Radio. Earlier this year, uh, Bloomberg News reported on how after a year in which people were stuck in their homes and figuring out how to get their workout mojo back via online classes and virtual workouts, how that online shift is contributing to what experts say will be a permanent change to how the $32 billion fitness industry works. Let's see what our next guest has to say about that. Joining us once again, Crunch uh, CEO Jim Rowley. He is on the phone from Nevada. Jim, it is good to have you back with us. We have talked several times throughout the pandemic. How are things going today? How do they compare from the beginning of the pandemic, the beginning of this year? Thanks, Carol. I always yeah. appreciate you uh, making time for us. Sure. And I'm happy to report that things are going very well, I think better than we even expected. We've seen a resurgence both in member check-ins and member sales. And our franchise owners who did a tremendous job during the, uh, the, the shutdown, you know, we, we estimated we'd lose 15 to 20 percent of our franchise members, and uh, we only lost about 2 percent of those mm. members during the pandemic. So we're very pleased with uh, with our comeback story. Well, remind everybody how you how the franchise owners made it through. Well, if you recall, we put out a 40 page readiness plan, yep. uh, kind of an emergency action plan, and we put that out through the through the entire network and our franchise owners reacted greatly to that. And I think they prepared. We were also fair with our members. We we didn't bill them during the the pandemic, which a lot of our you know, counterparts did, which we believe was just you know disingenuous to the membership. And and we built our members' trust. We also launched you know our Crunch Live program, which had hundreds and hundreds of live classes and uh, and videos and so forth that they could do at home. And we had over 3.5 million uh, workouts conducted at home. And look. Uh, at-home workouts were tremendous, and everybody wrote off brick-and-mortar gyms. But, you know, there was that saying, no one's going back to the gym. But I guess we're proving that to be uh, not true. Well, you said things going well. People are coming back. Members are coming back. Um, how much have come back? Give us an idea, Jim, in terms of the capacity at, your, at, the, at the gyms. I mean, how much has actually come back? How many members have actually come back? Yeah, so um, our check-in, so a member check-in at the mm-hmm. front desk is up 82% over January. Our new member joins in June were up 12% over May, and May was up 19% over April. So monthly joins, if you look at them combined from June to January, are up nearly 70%. That's pretty significant. So, and what are most people saying who are not coming back? Are you losing them completely, or are they just saying we're waiting? Yeah, we've actually dissected it by uh, geography and Mm -hmm. also by, by, by age. And what we're finding is, we believe that members that are 50 and older are a little bit more apprehensive about coming back, and many of which have still remained frozen, which is a term we use for not canceled, but we're not billing them. Mm-hmm. And we've seen a real resurgence with those under 25. So from 16 years of age to 25 years of age, really populated our gyms. And, you know, look, Crunch is the cool gym. We're the hip gym for the, for the younger kids, and uh, they're taking full advantage of it. Well, it's interesting to see that. So, you know, as you look back at the year and a half, and we're going to talk about some of the kind of incentive programs you're doing to even bring more people back. Jim, what have you learned? What's different about how you approach your business? I mean, what's, is there a new playbook on how you approach things going forward? Yeah, it's a great question. I think the expectation really is that, that we maintain our cleanliness. And a lot of the protocols that we put in place in COVID, we, we've maintained those over the course of the reopening. Obviously, in states where we don't have to wear masks, we, we're not wearing masks. Well, we kept our, our team members in masks for, for a long time, even if they were vaccinated. But I think the expectation for the gym goer is really that you're clean, 
um, that they feel safe in the environment, and that you're fun. I think that was the biggest thing that was missing. Is that they've come back for the fun. That is it. The community aspect of it, the socialization aspect of it. What is it? Well, I think it's both. I think it's a sense of your community. You know, most people are working out within three miles of their home, so right. it's the place that they shop, they go to the movies, they, they do their their dining and so forth, and it, and it's where they go to the gym. So they see familiar faces. It's also, look, if you're a fitness-minded individual and you're healthy in your lifestyle, it's a great place to meet people with, that share the same mindset. So whether you're looking for someone, you know, to date or just to socialize with or hang out with, it's a great place where you've got like-minded people. I also think that, look, COVID had many silver linings. Um, I think people got a, a new sense of balance and purpose, and, and a lot of people tried new things. But it also created a level of isolationism where yeah. – you know, people, people discovered it's not that great just to be alone. And I think that even working out at home, and I applaud those people that, that took up the uh, at-home workout and maintained their fitness, but you have to be incredibly disciplined to get up every day and go to the same room with the same machine and do the same workouts. And I think people like the versatility and the variety that the gym offers. I want to get back to Jim Rowley, Chief Executive Officer, Crunch Fitness, on the phone from Nevada. Before I get to the Tesla, Jim, tell me, Crunch Live, what's the future of that? You said that you launched that during the pandemic, over three and a half million workouts at home happened. Does it go away? Is it already diminishing or is it now a key part of the strategy? Yeah, great question. So obviously we, we, we had some you know, revenue struggles and so forth during the pandemic being closed, but we felt it was time to reinvest actually in Crunch Live. So um, we upgraded our cameras, our sound system. We've added new uh, classes to the to the library, and we're only going to continue to expand Crunch Live. We're actually looking at alternatives now to really kind of uh, heavy up on what Crunch Live will be for the next five years. What does that mean, alternatives? What do you mean? Well, how can we make it better? How can we okay. make it broader? And, and even considering uh you know we've got gyms in australia we've got gyms in uh in spain and we've got gyms in canada and the u.s and imagine being in australia but being able to take a class from Brooklyn, new york right yep. how cool would that be so um we're, we're looking at uh, a host of ideas to just make crunch live that much better I totally get it i have an incredible yoga teacher i've been studying with her for 20 plus years and you know we would have classes with people from all over the world which is something she couldn't do in person uh necessarily but it became kind of the norm which is a really cool environment to to practice in all right so tell me about the virtual meeting the face-to-face -face meeting uh -huh. where someone's like hey Jim, or maybe it was you, I got a great idea. Let's give away a Tesla. Yeah, so we, we often do giveaways. We think it's important to reward the members and do big giveaways throughout the year. And we actually had a franchise do this in 2019, and they, had, they were wildly successful. And we said, well, why don't we do it nationally? And, again, trying to mind our dollars and cents and, and put our money you know, where it could uh, be most effective, we thought it was important to give back to the, to the members in a big way. So this July we launched a uh, contest where they could win a – a Tesla Model 3. We've got a host of other prizes, you know, 4K TVs and 5K TVs and Apple products and so forth. But it also it was a way to stimulate the teams, right? The teams were coming mm -hmm. out of the pandemic. And it's always ha it's fun to have something new and exciting. Um, and look, in the first week, we had 53,000 entries. So um, this has been a huge, huge uh, success for us and something we'll continue to look at in the future. Is it just random or do I have to do like 100 sit-ups? What do I have to do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Um, there, there's a couple different ways to join. You can join through membership or referrals or personal training. But, of course, you don't even have to be a member to join. You know, most states, when you give away prizes like this, they have to have write-in entries and so forth. So we're following all the applicable laws. But, uh, yeah, Carol, you could win a Tesla Model 3. All right. Well, it's good to know. I'm noting it down. Um, you, know, you know, I asked about it earlier, Jim, and, I, and you've been, as I said, earlier been really wonderful about checking in with us and letting us know what's going on in your world. So much was disrupted. So much innovation, unfortunately, comes out of these really difficult times. And it was interesting to hear you talk about thinking about how do you kind of even explode more your live business, your crunch live business. What else changes in terms of fitness? There's, you know, we had a lot of boutique players. We've seen some consolidation. We have a lot of folks thinking about the Peloton model and hardware and online and in person what are the big news stories when it comes to fitness going forward well because they're still top secret i can't let them out of the bag but <laughs> it's just you and me it's program. just you and me yeah. right now yeah you and i and like five million people <laughs> so um we look we've been in a think tank uh probably for the past nine months nine months just working on the evolution of crunch and what the next three years are going to hold and we've got some really exciting news that will come out probably in the first quarter of next year, but uh, believe me, we, we haven't been just sitting here worried about the stress of the pandemic. It's it was a big opportunity for us to say, all right, how do we evolve Crunch into you know the next three to five years? So um, some really big things coming that I think you'll be uh, excited to learn first when we report it on Bloomberg in the future. Very cool. Looking forward to it. What about you as a leader and what you've learned in the last year and a half in terms of employees, customers? Uh, you know looking at everybody in a different way because in many ways it was a life or death matter for for many people yeah i really appreciate the personalization of that question i don't think anybody's asked me anything about how i'm doing <laughs> and uh look i learned that my team is resilient um uh, my, my team really rallied around uh, strategy and tactics and uh and put the you know kind of the thinking forward which is how do we care for our members and, and how do we care for our team members during this and really kind of the crunch culture came through during this period mm -hmm. you know i found myself you know upset with the government and the politics and each state's regulations and the opening the closing the restrictions and so forth so it was quite frustrating but what i learned the most is that our team members and our franchisees are so committed to this brand and you know, you keep hearing about 9 million jobs that are unfilled in America and so forth. But I can tell you that the majority of our crunch team members came back. Wow. And they came back with a whole new appreciation, which I wasn't expecting. That caught me off guard. Mm -hmm. they, they appreciate, you know, what we did during the pandemic to care for them. They appreciate the opportunity to come back. And it was a very rewarding feeling as a leader to know such committed both franchise owners and team members. Hey, what about for wages? You said most of them came back. Uh, a majority came back. Are you finding, though, that you've got to pay people more uh, in this new environment? We, we often have conversations on air about people just, you know, looking for workers, having to provide incentives to the workers, employees to come in. How about for you guys? No, we've, we've thought about it and, and we've looked closely at, you know, minimum wages and so forth. But there hasn't been any pressure from the system to increase wages. I think that there was... Actually, a, a large swatch of our member base or our team member base was just thankful to have a job, to come back to something. When they saw a lot of clubs in our industry, gyms in our industry closing, closing mm -hmm. their doors, not coming back, you know, to be able to return to their positions, return to their full pay, uh, there was a strong appreciation for that. But we are looking at ways to just make the crunch 
kind of team member environment just that much better going forward. And some of our franchisees are coming up with some really creative ways to incentivize people to not just work for crunch, but be you know, a bigger part of the family. And, yeah. you know, I should say that, you know, like the industry, we, we are now personal trainers. So if you're a personal trainer out there and you're looking for an opportunity, crunch is uh, open and welcome. Well, listen, you're always welcome here, Jim. Take care. Have a great weekend uh, and good luck with everything. Jim Rowley, Chief Executive Officer of Crunch Fitness on the phone from Nevada.